Hey, Peppin. Hey, Steve. You know, I've been thinking about ghosts and scary a lot. Ghosts and scary? Scary ghosts. I want to... Oh, can we talk about scary ghosts? Oh, God, we have to. Okay, we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you're here. How are you doing, Nathan? Doing pretty good. I'm glad to hear that you're doing good. And we do have a special guest here once again. Goes by Shannon. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. I want to talk about ghosts. First, I'd love to know, are you a believer? <laughs> no, no. You know, I have a lot of struggles with whether or not I'm a believer, but I, I'm erring on the side of no. However, you know, there's always something that makes you think about it in the background. I'm sure everybody has a story or two that makes them question their beliefs. So you would probably consider yourself more of a skeptic, you know. There's a possibility, but you haven't quite seen the evidence. You're ghost Gnostic. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say I'm still, I'm still in the figuring it out stage. But uh, again, I'm... Uh, I'm not too convinced. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely... Ghosts are real. Like, there's... I don't even know how anybody can say otherwise. It's completely... You guys are fucked. Oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. So, maybe this would be a good chance to talk about our experiences. You know, my experiences being none. No experiences whatsoever with ghosts at all. Yeah, but if you're not open to the experience, you're never going to have one in the first place. Oh, it's, it's like one of those things with, like, uh, aliens and stuff, like... You know, people who don't believe in aliens never get abducted by aliens. You don't believe in aliens? No, no. Oh, no. So this gets more complex. I don't... I'm very skeptical to the idea that aliens have ever been here. Because just space is, you know, very, very, very large. And it's very, very infeasible. It's possible that they could have been here. But, you know, they have to be intelligent and plan this, you know, this, uh, the flight out and have enough supplies and all this kind of stuff. Maybe there's some, some kind of new physics they know of that we don't. But it, it's very improbable to me. But um, anyway, anyway, enough about me. Sh- Sh- Shannon, have you had any ghost experiences? I, I, you know, I've had a couple, well, alleged ghost experiences since, you know, again, I'm not quite convinced. But uh, my grandmother was a firm believer in ghosts. And I can tell you, when I stayed with her a few times, I maybe started believing a little bit myself. But, of course, that all ends when you get out of the situation. But um, so she did live in an apartment com- complex, like an older building in, in Revere mass it's like a creepy little place but um unfortunately somebody committed suicide in her building while um, you were while you were staying with her no she she moved in about six months i'd say after after something like that well, at least that was the story that nana told she'd always say well that lady killed herself in the bathroom you know and show you the spark marks oh and she God. would never ever go in the bathroom with the door shut like my nana always had the door wide open six months after somebody Killed themselves by dropping a toaster in the bathtub, from what it sounds like? Alleged by Nana story, yes. So so Nana says Nana somebody says. somebody killed themselves, dropped a toaster in the bathtub, see the spark marks, and this was six months ago? Yeah. And they immediately, like, they're like, well, fucking scrape her out and Mind let's get you, somebody else in here. I'm like 15 <laughs> at this point. So, okay. So I'm sitting on the, you know, the couch, whatever, and I'm, I'm watching uh, Michael that movie with Michael Keaton, White Noise. 
That yep. movie messed me up. That really movie bad. was awful. That that was like the most like at the time for me the scariest thing in the world. I saw so, that in theaters with my sister. Yeah, and this is like back when the TV actually did the white noise. Mm. So like at the end of programming, it would do the snow and like the color bars and go <laughs> boop and all that bullshit. Now you know I'm old. So nobody's home. My nana's in her room sleeping, and I hear the back door open, and I'm thinking, oh my brother, my brother's coming over, whatever. So I hear the keys hit the table. The microwave, beep, beep, turns on. The fridge opens and closes. A couple minutes go by, and I'm like, oh, thank God my brother's home, because that movie freaked me out. I get up. The back door's still locked. The microwave's on. Nobody's in the house. Nobody came in, and the fridge is wide open. My nana's asleep in her room, and there's no way anybody was in that house but me. Was the hot pocket done? There was nothing in it, but when I came back to the living room, the remote control was definitely on the floor across the other side of the room. I went in my Nana's room, and I slept on her floor that night. Was it your Nana? No, Nana was asleep. I feel like she may have been sleepwalking, but this is this is this trust me, trust me. To this day, I'm like, that's crazy that I thought that. But when I really think about it, I'm like, I don't know, that happened. That's really screwy. It was really. And you're still doubting. I, I, you know what, you do still doubt it because what if my brother did come in and stick the microwave on and just decide to leave like a dick? You didn't ask him? You didn't follow up with this. You're just like, yeah, that's a thing I that might happened. Have. I might have. I, you know, I'll have to double check with him. I'll have to like. You're like, someday I'll be on a podcast and I'm just going to tell this I'm just, story. <laughs> I'm going to hit him up on Messenger and like after this and I'm going to be like, yo, did I ever ask you about that time that I think the ghost came and made like a microwave dinner at Nana's and stuff? So what kind of dinner to, was it? She had a lot of like those cheapy old banquet dinners. Yeah. She loved those fried chicken and apparently the ghost, the ghost did too. Oh, it was but, a fried chicken, not like a pot pie, like a fried chicken. But she also had a room full of those creepy porcelain dolls. Like, oh, so it was God. like wall to wall cliche doll, you know? So it might've been one of the dolls and in like her whole room was in red. Cause like, you know, red kept the spirits away. So clearly not. Mm-hmm. They didn't yeah. go in her room. I mean, I, I feel like it's, you know, still okay to doubt yourself, even with that kind of experience. Because, you know, I'm not going to say that your memories are false or anything. Uh, I'm not going to imply you're crazy or anything. But this is a thing with magic where most of the trick is done after it happens. So, you know, see X, Y, and Z, and you're like, what the fuck? And then your mind will take that and make it even more unbelievable. So it might be something kind of weird, right? But then after you make it even more impossible. You say, this happened, this didn't happen, this didn't happen. And just, just something your brain does naturally. Like, I've done card tricks before for people, and, you know, I do them pretty simply. And then people will make up these stories about, oh, he showed me all the cards in the deck, and they're all like this, and he did this, and show me, let me pick the card, and let me do that. And I didn't do any of that kind of stuff. They started adding things on and exaggerating it, like glorifying it more. It's not even something you're doing consciously either, which is why it's so hard to kind of be, you know, be certain of yourself. But with that said, uh, Steve, have you ever had any, like, experiences? You said you are a firm believer, so i got to assume there's something there there was this one time that my sister and i were walking in the dark late at night by a graveyard and we're walking down the road and it's a big long stretch of sidewalk with a graveyard on either side and you could see like two football field lengths all the way down and we both were talking to each other and we happened to look at each other and then we looked forward again and all of a sudden there was a guy walking. There was no way he would not have been seen in the amount of time that 
he appeared in. And then both kind of jumped at the same time. Like we both saw it at the same time. We're like, what the fuck? How did this guy just appear? And then we walked past him. And uh, then after probably three, four seconds, we turn around and he's completely gone. And granted, he was walking in the opposite direction and there was a hill behind us. If he had sprinted at Usain Bolt speed, he would not have gotten over that hill in time to disappear completely. And never saw him again. We both saw the same thing at the same time. We both were like, there is no way that that is what, like, that he could have appeared suddenly and disappeared suddenly in the amount of time that was allotted. Mm -hmm. Right. That was a screwy graveyard anyway, because there was, there were two street lamps and one was on one side of the road and one was directly across it on the other. And on one side of the road, uh, we'll say the left side, there was a caretaker's house and on the right side, there was nothing but graveyard. And if you walk past the street lights on the right side of the road, the opposite side of the caretaker, the light on that side of the road would go off. Not on, off. Only when you walked past it. And then when you got like out of a certain distance from it, say 30 yards, it would pop back on. And on the other side of the road nothing would change at all. It was only if you walked past on the opposite side of the road from the caretaker and the light would go out, not on, which is the opposite of, you know, if it was like a motion sensor or something like that, for some reason on the opposite side of the road, like that would go on, not off. Yeah. That, that's pretty weird. It's something, I think I remember you telling me that a while ago and it's still hard for me to imagine. I, I mean, what did they do wrong there? But you know, it's pretty weird. So you're immediately assuming that there is a wiring issue. Yes, yes. Because there are no other explanations in your mind. Uh, what other explanation would it be? The supernatural. Okay, so supernatural, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big, big, big term there. Big category. It's a big word. It could be... Too... It's natural, but like super. Like, like it could be ghosts, awesome. it could be aliens, it could be telekinetic people it could be the pope it could be natural but it's probably supernatural yeah it's like beyond like it's like yeah or it could be mormons scientologists it's don't say the s word oh, i'm oh, sorry no that just brings in like alien ghosts into like <laughs> one topic right there like we're gonna have to call xanthar up and we're gonna talk about this yo xanthar if you're listening hit us up wntt1 we on twitter we want to hear from you you can be a special guest talk about ghost aliens let's do this and, and sorry we mispronounced your name xenu oh yeah xenu xanthar cousin i don't want brother. fucking xenu on here i want xanthar on <laughs> yo here, we don't okay? want no copyright like issues either so, seriously if tom like, cruise um, gets to my house it's gonna be an issue it's kind of like the fanatic like you know like philly fanatic yeah like philadelphia philly cheesesteak mm. it's like the uh mascot like in sunny in philadelphia you don't want to get sued so it's xanthar copyright purposes. i like it i like it so Shannon, what would push you over the edge on either way? So what would definitely make you believe in ghosts? Mm, and, yeah, well, I, I would I'm probably have to see a dead person, but not like a zombie dead person, like a misty dead person or a aura-y dead person. 
I'll even take a little uh, white bouncy ball. And what would be something, like, would they have to say anything special? Would it have to be someone you knew? I mean... It would probably need to be somebody I knew so that I, like, knew they were dead. Mm-hmm. Because if it was just somebody else, I could just be crazy and, like, you know, you never know. One of the voices could materialize. But, um, yeah, it would have to be somebody I know. And they would probably have to do something creepy because that seems to be like a rule you know like you know if like my mom showed up like dropping roses and shit i probably wouldn't be too creeped out but like you know if my nana showed up chasing me with a slipper for not eating the pineapple on the ham no that's another thing why does she have to be crazy in this in this in this no, it's ghost creepy Go, mean, ghost ghost it's supernatural it's creepy what if she showed up and did like a full mime routine <laughs> You know, I might actually could appreciate like some good quality mining. You know, she, but like you know, she had like a knife or like you know, like what's going red rom. You know, like that. Then I would probably believe it. Other than that, you know, if it's too nice, it could just be a dream. You know, it's it's got to be scary and creepy, or it's not. It's not. It's not supernatural. Well, I'm sorry. Then it could be a nightmare, right? I mean, not if I'm awake. Yeah, Nate. If you're awake, it's not a nightmare. Yeah, Nate. It's but then, if you're awake, it's, it's not a dream. <laughs> it's not. People a dream. can dream while they're awake. Okay. It's called daydreaming. It's called daydreaming. And nightmares. <laughs> Maybe you, you should a try a little daydreaming yourself, my friend. You can't have a nightmare in the day. That's a daydream. Can <laughs> have a awake mare, I guess. If that makes you feel better, fine. I had an awake mare. What would it take to make you believe, Nathan? So it's actually pretty straightforward and simple. I would need a ghost. Let's say, let's say it's uh, not Captain Hook. Uh, <laughs> Did he just say Captain America? <laughs> Predicting sequels, I see. I would not need a. I would need a ghost. Uh, no. Ghost, no, no, ghost of Captain America. Not Captain Hook. Um, <laughs> uh, Captain Crunch. What's the one with the beard? Do you know the uh, Blackbeard? Captain Crunch. He's the one who Captain discovered Hook? America, right? What's what was Blackbeard or something? You know, some kind of beard. Some Black, kind of, oh, from Treasure Island. Black. Well, he was based off like a real pirate. Any famous pirate who you know, say he he buried gold somewhere. All right, or maybe some you know some person who had a will or some kind of crazy thing where. They have knowledge that people would want to know. Something they, you know, something hidden somewhere or something that's verifiable, right? So the ghost has to send you on a treasure hunt for you to believe that it's a real ghost. I know who the ghost is. It's Michael J. Fox from Back to the Future. And they have to tell me where stuff is and I have to find it. You know, if there's... <laughs> so the ghost has set up a scavenger hunt. Okay, so <laughs> your proof is the ghost needs to set up a scavenger hunt, an elaborate scavenger hunt. He needs to go back in time, so that's a different podcast. And um, he needs to. He stuff. needs to also be a pirate. He needs to be a pirate. His yes, name yes. is Marty. No, now no. I know who you're talking about. Captain Blackjack. Blackjack. <laughs> Captain Blackjack. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I need Blackbeard? to. He needs to have no. Essentially, they just need to have knowledge that I don't have, and that can verify later, right? So. The thing is, if if it's something someone I know, I could be making the shit up myself. If it's something I know myself, like you know, it's just me talking to myself. How how do I know it's not that? So if it was say the a ghost of somebody you knew, and they were like, Nathan, check the top drawer in your dad's room. There's a porno mag, and then you went and you looked, and you're like, oh my god, there is. 
that would be fuck go surreal. Well, no, that that's a little. That wouldn't be quite enough proof. So that would be like okay, maybe that that maybe swing my. Was it because it wasn't a scavenger hunt, or was it because he wasn't a pirate? It's because it's someone I knew, and because you know maybe maybe I got like drunk or something or high and started like scavenging through my dad's uh, scavenging. You know, maybe. So you're saying maybe you knew that that fact about your father, and therefore while you were. You got blackout drunk and looked through your dad's underwear drawer, is what you're saying. I'm saying that I don't know if I did that or not. And who knows if the ghost me knows what I've seen. Oh, So this is definitely a time travel thing, because if you're dead, your ghost figured out how to go back and tell you about the porno mag. So, okay, Wait, so your this, ghost it... saw the porno mag and then went back in time and told you about the porno <laughs> Why is your ghost so obsessed with your dad's Why underwear Why is drawer? your ghost watching your dad and his porno mags? Like, Wait, what is wrong with you? Is this my ghost? I'm confused. Is this my ghost? Or you is said, ghost? You're the one who said it. You said your ghost. Oh, 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 I see how record. it is. I, by by now, the ghost is your ghost, like your bitch ghost. Yeah, like like, my, my like that's your your property. Oh, oh like I you see. own the ghost. Like you own the ghost. Like like it's you ghost, married to the ghost. It's a like, ghost that's only for you. I, I summoned the bitch. Like the ghost makes you dinner and shit. Like like when you when you call the ghost comes. That's your ghost. Wow, okay. that's some real okay, sexual I'm, stuff I'm, there. I'm glad we cleared up that because that was like I. I know. I think I get it now. Yeah that that was I misconstrued. Completely what you had just told. So, Steve, what would push you into the direction of not believing? Nothing, because I already fully believe. So, like, why would I ever not believe? Oh, okay. If Neil deGrasse Tyson came on the show and said, Meter, the ghosts aren't real, I would be like, I. He, he's not going to tell you that. He's going he's to say, like, there's, fist bump him. there's no evidence for. There is no evidence. No evidence for the existence of a ghost. There, the evidence that people purport is not reliable. It's not accurate, or it's been tested again and it's found to be, you know, tampered not, with, not or... tampered, or not very good, or those are just little dust things, or that's something the person did themselves and actually provide any, you know, proof of anything. Roger Clements once pitched a baseball over ninety miles an hour, high nineties, and the ball never made it to home plate. Never made it to the catcher's mitt. You know why? It's just like one of those uh, calculus things. Because it hit a bird. A bird swooped down, and in the fraction of a second that it took for that ball to leave his hand, and it was going to hit the catcher's mitt, a bird swooped down into the same trajectory and exploded into a puff of feathers. If you haven't seen it, YouTube it right now. Mm. That is not something that you can just recreate on a whim by throwing baseballs they throw thousands of baseballs every single day and that doesn't happen it happened that one time so just because something's not recreatable and happens to be circumstantial does not mean that it's not a real thing i mean what would be the circumstances that lead up to a ghost coming to being i mean i I wouldn't know i'm not saying that i do all i'm saying is that just because a ghost is in my room one night and then the next night we try and see the ghost and the ghost isn't there doesn't mean that the ghost doesn't exist just because it's not in the same spot i mean why wouldn't it be any evidence where even when you catch it with the circumstantial stuff it ends up to be fake or not true or anything like that of course there's going to be false reports 
for anything that's real, there could be false reports. I could say I saw a cat today and be mistaken and it was actually a dog. Like, yeah, that's going to happen sometimes. And then someone will go there and be like, dude, that was a dog. You're a fucking idiot. I'm like, it was a Pomeranian. What do you expect from me? All I'm saying is that just because something is circumstantial and isn't repeated every single night or every time you want it to doesn't mean that it's not possible. All right. Well, here's a question. Do you believe in like psychics who say they can like talk to the dead and talk to you like your dead loved ones? How do you feel about that? I think that's a scam. Well, that's kind of the same thing, though, because what, what if it happens every once in a while and, you know, you never actually find the real ones because, you know, it's just, it's just so seldom. But, you know, every once in a while, someone is psychic. They have these power. And how can you disprove that? Yeah, it's definitely possible. Absolutely. I, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying that it's it, when it's being used to make money, it's a scam. Anybody who has that power for real isn't using it to make money. Well, why would that be? Doesn't you know? Why would making money or trying to make money just inhibit your psychic powers? I mean, is there something built in there or something? It, it's not. It wouldn't be able to help them make money. It's that they wouldn't use that power for that reason. I mean, they seem like two separate things to me. Uh, though, also, I, I just get reminded of a psychic thing where um, if psychic powers were a thing, like we would totally be using it because it would be part of our evolution. Like we'd be using it constantly because that would be a huge, huge advantage with coordination with our, you know, our, our I argue tribe. that we are. Maybe that's what people think ghosts are. It's your own, your own mind moving stuff. People be telepathic. You never know. You know, there was one time when I was sharing <laughs> one time in band camp, I was sharing a room with my brother at band camp and we were both laying in our beds, separate beds, and the door was slightly ajar. And I looked at my brother and I'm like, I'm going to shut that door with my mind. And he's like, fuck you. And then I went, looked at the door, and then it motherfucking shut. Swear to God. Was there a window open? No. Were you drunk? No. Were you high? No, I was very young. I was like 14. <sighs> now you just think I'm bullshitting you. <laughs> well, then I need to get the witness on. Well, I I don't think you're bullshitting me. I mean, if I can take this story to be real, I wouldn't doubt that you had this memory, that you have this memory. And I wouldn't doubt that you had an experience which would you to believe this happened, right? But what I doubt is the, you know, the process of memory. Memory is very, very bad. Like they had this uh, one study where they... Ask people, you know, what did you experience on 9-11 the first time? And, you know, people have these breathtaking stories and they go on for like uh, five minutes or so. And then like five years later, they asked them and they had completely different stories. So so memory is just not very good and it's very, very malleable. And also people will shape their memory according to the events. They'll make it impossible for it to happen. So with this example... You know, the window might have been open, right? And you may have been little, not even realized that's a thing. Or maybe there was a draft somewhere else. And, you know, this is just happening. And being such a weird kind of thing happening to you, 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 your brain just kind of says, what the fuck? That couldn't happen. And then it creates this whole kind of memory where, of course, it couldn't happen because, you know, all these factors. The the timing the timing itself was is just too much of a coincidence to call it a coincidence. I'm just thinking about it. You guys know that show, what is it called? The Ghost Hunters? 
And it's basically like a bunch of dudes trying to prove all the supernatural things wrong. Yeah, you they're know. fucking dumb. Right, right. And it turns out, you know, they were faking a bunch of like the stuff that was real. So they go out of their way to make like 90% of the episodes are fake and then, you know, whatever. But um, when it first came out, I used to watch it and I used to like sit and I'm sure hundreds of people would sit and watch them walk around in the dark and like think you were seeing stuff and then just to find out they actually were tricking you and you know whatever it's it's really easy to fall into that and start believing it when you think you're seeing like live proof you think this was a ghost hunters could be like a ghost hunters thing they were tricking me you were like you know like if i were to guess your brother was tricking you you had like some kind of string or something like that and how would he know that I was going to do that? He's been well, my brother was waiting for eight years well, for me to, to do well, that. Like, like like Nate House sitting there giving examples of how you can disprove it. Like they did like a whole TV show on it, and and even the disproving was fake. So it's like at this point, what, how do you prove anything that's real? Like, how, what is proof? What would be considered real proof? You can't trust video. You can't trust word of mouth. I think. You can't I mean, trust your mind. I mean, you guys were kind of making fun of it, and, you know, it, legitimate proof of a ghost would be the ghost providing knowledge that the person who is seeing the ghost does not actually have. So something they can't possibly know. So that is pretty good proof because it's something coming externally, right? But who's to say that, like, um, all right, Joe Schmo comes back from the dead and he tells you about a treasure that he buried somewhere. How do I know that he really didn't tell you about this previously or that somebody by word of mouth didn't tell you previously? How am I going to believe this? I mean, you could say like maybe philosophically it's um, possible that, you know, I heard it somewhere, maybe somewhere I read in the book. The you proof know, is for you, but it's not for the people. And we want to prove it to everyone, not just to ourselves. So where's the proof for everyone? Or, or if you wanted to, you, you can be create like a lab experiment. So let's say, have a random number generator in the lab, right? And generate a random number, and you have the ghost kind of travel from one room to the other and tell the person in the other room who hasn't seen the number what the number is. And do that over and over again, and then that's pretty good proof right there. So in order to prove it, you need a cooperative ghost. So basically, we're going to have Gita on our asses. G- Gita? Gita. It's like oh, Gita, but for ghosts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't lock them in cages. They have a problem with everything. Wouldn't it be pig? <laughs> we could go through what, what, what would be the proper people for the ethical treatment of ghosts. I like it. Not ghosts for the ethical treatment of animals. <laughs> I like it. The ghosts are in there freeing the animals. Pedg. Okay, so here's here's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. okay. people are gonna call me crazy because I believe in ghosts. For me, I have firsthand experience that's true to me and me alone, and that's what drives me to a belief. Nathan wants a pirate ghost to give him a treasure map to buried treasure that involves a scavenger hunt in order for it to prove that to him that ghosts are real, and I'm the crazy one? Well, I mean... You have very high standards. I wouldn't call you crazy, but, you know... I would say you're misguided or your memory is faulty. And it's like all of our memories. That's why I don't believe in ghosts. I could have an experience where, you know, I, I think I see a ghost or something. And unless it was like a you know crazy uh, pirate scavenger hunt, I wouldn't believe it. What if you had seen a ghost and that's what your memory is faulty on? What? 
So my memory is faulty because I'm misremembering this time that I saw something ghost-related. Your memory is faulty because you're misremembering the time that you didn't see a ghost. When really, you did. You blocked it out. You were like... That's some PTSG. (laughs) (laughs) Post-traumatic stress ghost. ghost. Well, that argument is so, so complex that I think I am unable to answer it. Thank God I won that argument. <laughs> yeah. You cornered me into a corner. The Best den. way I like to corner people. <laughs> right in the corner. We'd be like the Ghostbusters and get like little vacuums and we could like try to like Ghostbust them. Suck those ghosts. Suck them up in the vacuum like with those new lady Ghostbusters. Why does our podcast always come down to sucking ghosts? Well, it's, it's a hobby. You suck a ghost to prevent the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he wasn't a ghost yet, was he? (laughs) (laughs) Standards. It's going to be a hot ghost. It's going to be a hot ghost. Now, somewhat unrelated, but me and Steve were actually writing a uh, little screenplay or something. It's a script for something. Oh, yeah. It was called The Ghost That Never Came. Yes. So so I, I was actually started writing this, but I got bored. But, so, the basic idea is, let's imagine you are at a, you're moving into a house, right? And this is, like, a house that your aunt used to own, right? And you come in, and you start hearing these moans, and you're like, oh, my God, is that a ghost? And you're like, shit, shit, what is this? What is this? And then, you know, one day, you decide to check it out with your friend. And then you go down to the basement, and you see a ghost down there. And he's trying to jack himself off, right? But he can't get off. He's just moaning. And he's the ghost that never came. Because his aunt, not his aunt, well, his, you know, your aunt, his wife, he's actually your uncle with the ghost. So he's trying to jack off, right? But okay. his wife murdered him. And he's stuck in that kind of state of not being able to combat, right? Unedging, right? So he can't actually finish, but he's right at the edge. And he's just stuck in this until he can get off. But he can't get off himself because his hands just go through his dick. So what he does is he requests you to help him out with this. You need to finish him off. You need to release him into the other world. Would you jerk off your uncle's ghost to release him to the other world? Oh man. Wow. Okay. Well, I don't man. remember him being a uncle. Nate kind of I mean, threw that in there, but my, okay. Nate kind of threw that in there. I guess that's Like, is the... he my uncle from like a previous marriage? Well, like no. by blood? Are we like, what? Not, not by blood. Like, He's okay. your uncle-in-law. My uncle-in-law. Well, I threw it in there because you you inherited the house from your aunt, and then you know. Is it my aunt? Like, did she buy me anything good for my birthday? Are we like close? Because she's I mean, I in guess... jail. She murdered your uncle. In-law. Well, this, this is like a great aunt, so you don't really know her. I, so but guess, you liked him. I guess calling like you know the term stiff is very relaxed in this situation because he's not. He's he is stiff. a stiff in many a way. I guess you know, but okay, you can help them out. I'm I'm feeling good, deed like, yeah. Whack them off, sure, yeah, sure. Don't whack them off. Send them off. Send them off with like a good. <laughs> That's a good person right there. The ultimate release. Mm. Now plot twist. He takes off his his little uh, sheet. He's just a regular guy. <laughs> I just got Scooby Dude. <laughs> no, no, you got Scooby Good. I got Scooby Good. <laughs> I got Scooby Jizz. I'm done. Okay. No, I'm done. <laughs> so, 
that was uh, this episode of We Need to Talk. Um, I'm Nate. Steve is s- somewhere. Um, and he ghost faced. And Shannon, wanna send us out? Um, morticians keep it stiff. Yeah. That's been We Need to Talk. Love the show? Give us a rating on iTunes. Want to get in touch with us? We're WNTT1 on Twitter. Now, exiting the show here, it's going to be a song that me and Meter worked on a while back, and it's called Other Mitts. Hope you enjoy. My baby's in the kitchen, and she's making me pie. It's smelling so delicious that it's giving me a high. She asked me for assistance in getting out the food. It's hot inside the oven, but I sure don't need no tool. She asked me what I'm doing, says it's harder than it seems. She offers me protection, and I turn to her and scream. Oven mitts, they're like a glove that never fits They're always too big or always too small Real men don't use them at all Oven mitts are from the pits of hell God cast them down with Satan they fell But he couldn't stand them and they got in the brawl So he sent them to earth and now they hang on my wall Yeah.